Welcome to the Living on Purpose podcast. I am your host, Maudie Wollner, a multiple business owner, life coach, busy mom of three, and curious student of life. This podcast is a place for inspired women to gather. Each week, I will share personal stories, quick inspo, strategies that you can implement right away, and engage in real conversations with badass women who have made the conscious decision to live a life on purpose one that they have intentionally designed and that they now demand. No more allowing our lives to be defined by everyone else. No more putting ourselves on the back burner. No more living in a state of default and never going after our goals or our dreams. We are gonna live our best lives on our terms. Living on purpose is our goal and we're gonna get after it starting right now. Alright peeps, this is the part of the show that I get to give you a big old virtual hug and thank you for reviewing this podcast, My Labor of Love. These readings and reviews seriously mean the world to me. This five-star review is from Elise206 and is titled, She Doesn't Mess Around. Elise says, I love how real Maudie is and how she gets to the heart of the matter no matter what the topic is. She's a great interviewer. You can tell that she really listens to her guests in order to do a great recap of what they talk about and to ask great follow-up questions. This makes the episode feel more like conversations and brings out the best in all of her guests. Thank you so much, Elise206. I believe that it is so important to continue to have these conversations, no matter how difficult. There is so much that we can learn from each other just by listening. I appreciate this review so much, and I would love to hear what you think of the show. Leave a review, and I will get you a shout-out on a future episode. Yo, yo, podcast peeps. Uh, Welcome back to the Living on Purpose podcast. I don't think I'm going to change up uh, how I start my podcast to yo, yo, podcast peeps anytime soon. Uh, It was worth a try. Uh, you're tuning in to episode 62. This is another solo episode that we're gonna we're gonna really dig into the haters. Uh, this subject has been rattling around in my brain for a few weeks now. And when I have a subject that rattles around long enough, I know it's time to open my mouth and get some content out and 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 write down and share some tips. Because if I feel like I've got haters, then you do too. I mean, really. Like Taylor Swift says, you know, haters gonna hate. And I did write in my notes, like, that word haters is so aggressive. But when we're in the moment, when we're feeling knocked down, it really does feel like the haters are hating. And so I want to talk about a couple experiences that I've had where I really got knocked down and ways that I've learned to um, work through that, right? Ways to get past the negative people, ways to get past um, the other uh, women or people out there who just want to drag us down. So my first story is about the podcast because that's where we're at right now. (laughs) When I launched the podcast a little bit over a year ago, I was super 
caught up, let's say, in my ratings and reviews. Now, as you know, I start each of my podcasts with um, a rating and review because uh, they really, they really do mean the world to me, like I said. And so when I launched my podcast, I, I talked about it on social and I really asked my community, if you found value, I would love to hear what you think of the show. And it wasn't but a month into uh, podcasting that I got my first one-star review. And actually, so far, knock on wood, it's been my only one. When I opened that Apple iTunes and I scrolled to the bottom and I saw that someone had taken the time to click one star, my heart fell to my butt basically. It's like, I can actually, you know, when I start talking about things like this, I can actually feel it in my body. I didn't used to be able to do this, but with with therapy and really honing in on what my body is telling me, when I start to tell stories, my body actually responds as if I was in that moment. And so I can feel it right now. I can feel my my throat getting a little bit tight. I can feel even like the sting of a little bit of uh, tears in the back of my eyes. I was so excited to share this podcast with the world. I was so fired up. It had been a dream that I had been ruminating on and let, let's, let's be real, procrastinating on for years. And it finally was out there for the world. And someone took the time, anonymously, of course, right, to click one star, to make it known to the world, to make it known to me that I sucked, or at least that they thought that I sucked. And and it brought me down a couple notches. It really kind of put me in my place of like, holy shit, what if this sucks? Holy shit, what if people don't like what I have to say? It really kind of got me down to exactly where that hater, let's call them what they are, wanted me to get to. It put me right in the state of mind that they were hoping for. And if we allow our haters to get to us for very long, then we're going to do the entire world a disservice. Because we're not going to be able to continue showing up for those that love us. And there's so many more people, I promise you, especially if you're feeling hating on right now. There's so many people out there. There's so many women out there that love us more than any hate that the haters can bring. So what I did and what I continue to do when I feel that, when I feel like I'm doing it again, when I feel my heart sink to my gut, when I feel my eyes start stinging with the tears, when I feel like I'm being drugged down uh, because misery loves company, and that's where these people probably are currently miserable, and so they want to bring other people down to where they're at. So what I did is I popped open the reviews And instead of focusing on that one, one star, I spent time really sitting in the 37 other five-star ratings and reviews. I read the notes that people had posted 
about the podcast. I sat with the positive vibes long enough to drown out that one freaking review, right? And I think, God, it sucks so bad because it is like in our nature and and maybe it's actually in our conditioning as opposed to nature. I'm wrong. It is not in our nature. It is in our nature to be exactly where we are. It is in our nature to show up and be vulnerable and be real and be authentic. That's actually our nature. It is our conditioning that has taught us that we're not good enough. It is our conditioning to focus on what we've done wrong versus all the shit we've done right. It is our conditioning that tells us we need to put our mind and mindset on all the things we need to improve versus all the things that we already kick ass at. I'm like fired up on this one. And so because of that conditioning, we can get really pulled down by the one negative comment, right? We can get really pulled down by the one snide remark. But my tip number one is when that happens, because you and I both know that it's happened to us in the past, and guess what? <laughs> um, it's going to happen again, again, and again, and again. And so here's the tip that I have for you, is when you get pulled down by that one comment, I want you to take a minute and step back, and I want you to spend some time focusing on the lovers and not the haters. I want you to spend some time focusing on all of the people that love you for exactly for who you are. And you can even take it a step further, which is what I've done, and create a, a folder and that, that holds your mementos, that holds your self-worth, positive affirmations. Here's what I mean. So before I started uh, State Farm, before I became an agent and opened my um, agency, uh, we were in training. And this one woman stood in front of us, and she, uh, she had been an agent and then was promoted out of agency into leadership. And so she was talking about how hard it was. She was talking about the struggle of agency, the struggle of business ownership, the struggle of um, starting something that uh, may or may not work. And she said, there are going to be some real hard days. Like, you know, and she actually was up there tearing up. And and you know what, guys? I might have been a hater back then. Not necessarily a hater, but I was like, I remember she was up there being so vulnerable and so real and so raw that my eyebrows kind of went up like, who is this woman who is confident enough in herself that she can get up in front of a group of aspiring entrepreneurs and break down? I think that was like, now I'm getting teared up because what a demonstration of strength. What a demonstration of vulnerability. Like what a model to show us what true leadership looks like. Holy shit. Okay. There's another story in itself. But she got up in front of us. She broke down and she said, guys, it's going to be hard. And here's what I suggest. She says, you're going to get things. You're going to get things that tell you you're doing great. You're going to get emails from leadership that say, great month, keep it up. You're going to get emails from clients. You're going to get positive affirmations. She said, don't delete them. Keep a folder, you know, 10 years ago. Keep a folder, print them out. Keep a folder of every single one of them. The notes that the clients send, printouts of emails, screenshots of text messages. And she said, 
And I have that still. It's, at, it's back at my office that I haven't been to since March, but <laughs> um, I should go grab it. Um, I have one for the State Farm Agency and then I have one for coaching as well. Now I keep mine in Evernote. And when I get an email from a client that says, oh my God, I just did it. I just took the dream job or holy shit, Maddie, I just quit the job that's been dragging me down so that I can pursue a life of my dreams. Oh my gosh, I, you know, me and my partner are more connected. I am having amazing relationships with my children. You know, whenever I get positive affirmations about my coaching, about myself, I keep them in an Evernote so that because, as I know, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. (laughs) Surprise, surprise. And so when someone calls me out on not being their cup of tea, I have buckets, buckets full of positive affirmations for me to go back and refer to when I'm feeling down. So I suggest you do that right now. I suggest wherever you keep your notes, whether it's in your phone, whether it's printouts, whether it's on your computer, start a folder that, you know, call it like I'm a badass and and keep track of all of the amazing things that people say to you. Okay, that's my tip number one. And then my second tip for you today is form a community. And and I I say this a lot and I just want to keep I'm going to continue to say it to be intentional about the women particularly the women who you surround yourself with. And I'm going to share a story about one of those women in my life. And also I want to make sure that I touch on the fact that this community that I believe I have, that I know I have actually my heart of hearts, like I passionately believe that I have, has been created. This community of women that I have it wasn't i didn't stumble upon them i didn't just get lucky it was a moment in time i don't know how many years ago that i realized that it dawned on me that i didn't have this community that i was craving and at that moment i knew that if i didn't do something about it it would never change and that's when i started hosting living on purpose dinner parties That's when I started going to events. And it's not, I don't want to say networking events, but uh, women events where the um, mission and vision were aligned with where I wanted to go and what I wanted to do. And then when I sat in that room, I started really paying attention to what people were saying, how people were showing up, how people were acting. And the type of women that I was drawn to was like real vulnerable, open. I was like, yes, I have been closed off my whole life. I have been hiding. I have put up a facade. I'm ready to, I'm ready to tear it down with the women who have earned that right, right? So when I say form a community, I know it's going to take work if you don't have it already. And if you don't have it already, that's okay, all right? There are women out there that crave you just as much as you crave them, okay? And the story that I'm going to share right now, um, man, this is a tough one. I don't think I've shared this on the podcast before. But before, before, yeah, let me just get into it. So a couple years ago, I was asked to be a keynote speaker for a really large event. And there was a couple hundred people in the room. Now, I am not sure what kind of illness I got prior to this event, but I was sick as a dog. 
for weeks before I had no energy. It was almost really scary for me because I thought, oh my gosh, is this what my life is going to look like and feel like forever? It was like that sick, you know, where you don't know when it's going to end. And I was on the tail end of that sickness when this event took place. And because I had been so sick, I hadn't taken the time or didn't have the energy to create slides. I didn't have the energy to memorize what I was going to talk about. So when I went up to give my keynote presentation, I had my notes with me and I actually asked for a chair to sit down so I could deliver this um, more comfortably. And because I was like, if I have to stand up there for 45 minutes, I might fall down. (laughs) That's how drained I was. And it went, it went fine. It wasn't amazing. I could definitely say that. It also, it also was fine. And I did have some women come up to me and say, Maudie, how you showed up, like real, was exactly what I needed to see. I need to see that that's a safe thing for women to do, to show up in front of 200 plus other women and be like, hey, ladies, here's how I'm doing. And then this is what you get. Unapologetically, that comment saved me because here's what happened. Uh, the next day, it was a couple day event. We went into breakout rooms and I chose, I don't even remember exactly. I think it was on marketing. Maybe I, I chose a breakout room. And during the presentation, that speaker put me down. She picked out something that I had said in my keynote and kind of made fun of it and talked about how she didn't agree with me. I I was sitting there. Again, I'm feeling it. It's getting triggered because that's what I was. My gut reaction was triggered. Who the fuck do you think you are? That's what I thought, you know? And I got my cheeks were probably burning. I was like seething. I'm like, oh my God, I just got up sick as a dog, bared my soul to everybody. And you are going to pick me apart. Oh my God. The first tip, the first thought on that, that I, that I have now in retrospect, believe me, sister, that is, this is not the thought that I had in the moment. The thought that I have in the moment was I was half like really, really angry and half like, did everybody think that? Did nobody like it? Okay. You feel me? And what I remember now, and I keep reminding myself is that if everybody likes me, then it means nobody actually knows me. We're not for everyone. Not every woman is going to have the same beliefs. Not every woman is going to agree with what we do. Not every woman is going to nod her head and smile when we get up and give a keynote presentation. And if I'm going to form a community with vulnerable, real, open, authentic women, that's going to happen. Because what that's going to mean is I'm going to have to be open, real, authentic, and vulnerable. And when I show up that way, it's not going to resonate with some people. And that's okay. When it doesn't resonate, all that that means is that I'm repelling the right people and I'm drawing the right people. That night, I stayed at the hotel that the event was hosted. 
And man, you guys, I was a mess. I was a mess. And I texted a friend and I said, I'm, who was there, who saw my presentation. And I said, I'm a wreck. I was a failure. I didn't do anybody any service or justice. Nobody got anything from it. And I cried and I cried. And my friend was so there for me in that moment. She told me exactly what I had done right. She had, she reassured me that the right people heard the right message at the right time. And she let me be myself and she let me cry. But here's the key. That woman was also ready to get to work on that keynote speech with me when the dust settled. When I was in a position to hear some constructive feedback When I was in a position to shore some things up, to practice, to improve, and to grow, she was there to help me do that. And that is the key for the community I'm trying to build, is to hold space for each other when we're down in the dumps. Like, when we're really, really struggling to be like, yep, you, I'm here for you, and that's all that needs to happen right now. And then the same woman, when the time is right, can help us stand back up, stand back up stronger, stand back up ready to show up, stand back up ready to serve. Um, so those those are my tips. That's it. <laughs> Tip number one is start, I am a badass folder. Keep track of all those notes. Keep track of that inspiration. Tip number two is focus on your community. Serve the women who serve you, support the women, foster the community that you've built, and and be intentional and on purpose with the women that you surround yourself with because they're the ones that I've gotten so lucky and comfortable leaning on. And I know that it's super important, especially when the haters show their ugly heads. So that's all I have for you today. I'd love to hear what tips you have. How do you deal with the haters? that are going to show up and they're going to show up because they're not in a position to love. And I would just uh, like to hear what, what tips you have. So shoot me an email, shoot me a DM, you know where to find me. Uh, that's it for the podcast today. I hope that this helped. I hope this served you. As always, keep living on purpose. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Living on Purpose podcast. It has been a blast hanging out with you. If you loved this week's episode, please hit that subscribe button. That way you won't miss any future goodness we throw your way. Craving community and connection with like-minded badass women? Feel free to join us in the Living on Purpose Facebook group. And of course, the best gift that you could possibly give is an honest review on iTunes. All right, that's it. Until next time always keep living on purpose.